0: You know there's times in life where we just need a guide don't we somebody to come alongside and encourage to nudge us to give us some direction i reminded of this moment moses had and as he was leading the nation of israel the hebrew people through 40 years in the desert and they were coming to the latter stages of that time when they were starting to go through some places they'd never been, through parts of the desert that Moses had no idea about. He needed help. And uh, God certainly was that guy. There was this cloud that says when the cloud would move, Moses knew it was time for them to move, that God was directing them through this cloud. But there was also a moment in that story where he needed a physical guide as well. And I believe the guy's name was pronounced correctly, Horhab, who Moses pleaded with, he wasn't a Hebrew, but he knew that part of the desert well. And Moses pleaded with him to stay with him. In fact, he promised him a place in the Promised Land when they arrived for he and his family, if he'd stay with them. And Orhab did do that and help guide them through some of the obstacles and, and the journey through that part of the desert that Moses wasn't familiar with. It took both. God supernaturally led them, and he provided a guide as well that helped guide them through it. I don't know who that is for you as you think about that and who that has been for you. I think of uh, this time when I was younger. My dad certainly provided that for me. He died when I was 26, but uh, he gave me the nudges and the questions and and provided kind of a roadmap for me at times, but often he let me just figure it out myself. And one of those times was after I graduated from high school, I went out to Colorado to work because I didn't see myself farming even then and went to work at a restaurant out near Crested Butte, Colorado. It's where I first fell in love with that area. And I decided I would drop out of going to the University of Nebraska and go to this mountain college town in Gunnison, Colorado. And he said, well, you can do that. Go for it. I mean, you're, we're not gonna help you with that. You're on your own. So why don't you take the summer to figure that out? And it was a little bit of the school of hard knocks to say, kind of nudged me and didn't say, don't go out there because I could go out there and really love it. He said, go out there, experience it, but just know we're not gonna financially help you or otherwise if you decide to do that, you're on your own, go figure it out. And I did go out there and decided maybe that wasn't the best place for me. Maybe I needed a little more help at that time and a little more closer guidance, but it was one of those times where he gave me that nudge that I really needed. And there's this passage here in Isaiah 40 that talks about God coming alongside us, giving us strength when we need it. Latter part of this passage, Brian, gonna read says, we will mount up with wings like eagles. We will run and not get tired. We won't get weary that he's gonna guide us along the way. So let's just enter into this and see what God may have in store for you and I through this passage in Isaiah 40.
1: Friends, let's take this moment together in Isaiah 40 starting in verse 26 let's see what God has for us in these words His words raise your eyes on high and see who has created these stars the one who brings out their multitude by number He calls them all by name because of the greatness of His might and the strength of His power. Not one of them is missing. The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth does not become weary or tired. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives strength to the weary and to the one who lacks might, He increases power. Though youths grow weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly. Yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. As I read through this again, be mindful of what stands out to you in these words, these promises. Hold on to it. Raise your eyes on high and see who has created these stars, the one who brings out their multitude by number. He calls them all by name because of the greatness of His might and the strength of His power, not one of them is missing. The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth does not become weary or tired. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives strength to the weary and to the one who lacks might, He increases power. Though youths grow tired and weary and vigorous young men stumble badly, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. Friends, a word, a phrase, something these wonderful words that stands out to you? Would you speak it? As I read this the last time. You know, it stands out to me just God's understanding is unsearchable. To think of His ways, to think of God having no beginning, no end, is just, it's too much. It's too much for my brain to understand and comprehend. This is a God that promises us to wait on Him, and he promises strength. Read this one last time. Raise your eyes on high and see who has created these stars, the one who brings out their multitude by number. He calls them all by name because of the greatness of his might and the strength of his power not one of them is missing. The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not become weary or tired. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives strength to the weary and to the one who lacks might, he increases power. Though youths grow weary and tired and vigorous young men stumble badly, Yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. Friends, if there's a word, a promise, a phrase, something that God's given you in this moment, speak it loud in this moment. Hold on to it take it with you.
0: I love that passage. It's so compelling and Part of it is you know the imagery of an eagle as well is so compelling and inviting. right I read this uh, I may have heard this before, but I just read this over the last couple of days of how an eagle trains its young to be free, to learn how to fly. So they build this incredible nest on high ground that no predators can get to. Uh, way up often on the side of a cliff up high and they keep them safe and feed them. But when they get to a certain age, the mother eagle nudges each small bird to the end of the nest and pushes them out the nest. And they fall you know, down this cliff and then the eagle swoops under them and catches them before they hit the ground and takes them back up to the nest. And she will do that again and again until those baby eagles learn how to fly. I mean, a couple of things come to mind when I think of that. Terrifying, right? You get pushed out of the nest and you're falling to certain death. Who knows what could be going through a bird's mind, right? But that sounds terrifying. And then she swoops under just in time and catches them on her back. And then this assurance of safety, you got to think by the second time, they know they're going to be okay. They're going to get caught eventually and then however long it takes till they eventually hit their wings and learn to fly themselves. That's, that's pretty crazy when you think about it. And that kind of comes to mind as I think about that passage for myself. There is times where God's got to give us that push, and we just kind of got to figure it out. I mean, He's going to be with us, and the promise of those words are we can run and not get weary. We can have strength as we need it, but there is times a good guide Someone that's really trying to help you not only take you through an area, but actually teach you how to get through an area yourself as well, will give you that nudge and let you figure it out. And I think God does that with us, often has throughout my life. So I'd encourage you to go back to that passage, read it again yourself, kind of get that imagery of the eagle in mind and, and see where God takes you. Peace, friends. This podcast is a part of Harbor Ministries, and on April 15th, we are having a national day of space, an invitation to everyone listening to this podcast to take several hours, get to a quiet place, seek God and listen. So I'd encourage you to take that time, put it on your calendar, fight for it, join us and many other people around the country are going to be seeking God, quieting down into solitude and really listening on April 15th. As well, if you'd like more information on Harbor Ministries and our three leadership journeys, Rhythm and 20, Rogue, and Revel, you can go to harborministries.com for all the information.